friends and welcome to this episode of Patriot Strong. My name is Courtney Allen and I want to thank you so much for tuning in today. Thank you for joining me on this Tuesday afternoon to hear what I have to say and our weekly going on. Before we get into this episode, if you haven't already, please make sure that you favorite or follow this podcast so you get notifications when I upload a new episode. Um, If you are following me on all of the social media accounts, thank you very much. And if you aren't, no worries about that. I will leave information to all of my handles in the description of this episode. Thank you so much for your support and continue to share these episodes on all of your social media platforms and with your friends and family. Help me get the word out and help me fight and stand up for what's right and for our country. For those of you who don't know, I have also recently started video recording and you can find those on Rumble, BitChute, and YouTube. This episode does not have a live There are kind of two different episodes that I'm doing right now and hopefully going to switch over only to video or live streaming. However, my next video stream episode is not fully written yet. I don't really have the notes on that yet. And my husband and I are still setting up our studio office room officially. So hopefully I will be able to come out with another episode that does have live feed. But for now, sit back and listen, join in if there's a topic that you feel strongly about too. Like I said earlier, if you are listening on Anchor, feel free to shoot me a voice message. There's a lot that I want to get to during this episode, but first and foremost... Can we just give a virtual round of applause to Mr. Dan Bongino for his amazing news this week? My husband and I have been listening to him for some time now, and this week he officially announced that he will be taking over the noon to 3 o'clock spot, which was previously held by Mr. Rush Limbaugh, who you probably know has recently passed away. Rush was truly one of the greatest, and he is still missed by all of his fans and listeners, his audience. They were all like family. But I know that Dan Bongino is going to do a great job. He's going to have some huge shoes to fill doing that time frame, but I couldn't be more thrilled and couldn't think of anybody better to take this spot. He does still have a podcast going and he made it quite clear that he isn't going anywhere and his podcast will still be published or live streamed daily. You can catch his first episode, or I guess first day on his time slot, May 24th. So congratulations to him. I'm so happy for him and and I can't wait to catch his first episode. He does talk about a lot of the same things that I do, a lot of the same topics. We have the same viewpoints and mindset, I think. He is just a little bit more blunt and in your face about it all. And of course, he has the best of the best and surrounds himself with the best of the best. So he knows everything much more and far beyond I ever could. 
So if you're listening to this and you also love Dan Bongino, go ahead and share this episode with somebody else who you know feels the same. Let's get a huge community going between podcasters and like-minded people. Sounds like a good plan, right? I know this week has been huge for many reasons. In Ohio, where I'm from, um, the second phase of the vaccine has been introduced. That means if you are, I believe it is 40 and above, you are able to go get the vaccine if you do so wish. Before it was like 65 years or older or for those who are frontline workers. For those of you who don't know, I am a kindergarten teacher and have had the opportunity to get the vaccine for a while now. I have chosen not to and I will continue to choose not to. I don't see a point in getting a vaccination against a virus that you can get again even after you've had it, that you can still spread even after you've had the vaccination, or that you still have to wear masks for to keep yourself safe from it. It doesn't really make sense to me and I'm not really sure what the science is behind it. I will not be getting it. I know my husband sure as heck won't be getting it. Have you guys done any research about what's in the vaccine? If you haven't, I highly suggest that you do and I highly suggest that you look into the side effects of the vaccination itself. Did you know that if you get sick or if your family member gets sick, that since it is not FDA approved, you cannot sue the company for getting sick or for having some kind of reaction to it? And that's something else that I learned this week too. Um, All three of the vaccines are only approved for emergency use only. They are not FDA approved. So this entire thing is just experimental. Maybe it works, maybe it doesn't. It probably doesn't. People get the flu vaccine all the time and they still get the flu because 99% of the time it's not the right strand or the vaccination doesn't work against that strand or by the time they have it developed, there's already a new strand of it going, which I do know that there is another strand of uh, COVID that's already been established. And I believe that this vaccine was developed for the current strand. It's going to do way more worse than it's going to do good. One of them is even being developed by J&J, I believe. And if you've seen any of the commercials, like any time within the past 10 years, it seems, they can't even get a baby powder right. So what makes me think that their newly developed vaccination for the most deadly virus on the face of the earth is going to be any good. Why would I let them inject something into my body? But hey, by all means, you do you. I'm sure that everybody has looked into everything that they put into their body and knows the side effects and causes from it. Everybody knows that the side effects from medications keep profiting the doctors and hospitals. It's just one big cycle. You're treated for one thing, but the treatment only gives you 
illness be? Kind of like in cancer, what's the biggest treatment for cancer? Chemotherapy. What's the biggest side effect from chemotherapy? Cancer. It's just back and forth. It's all one big profit and I don't trust it at all. Call me crazy. Whatever. That's just me. <laughs> Speaking of vaccinations, something that I saw this morning, which kind of blew my mind in a way. Um, Krispy Kreme. I don't know if this is a company that is nationally known or if it's just something local, but I was scrolling through one of my social media accounts this morning and saw where if you bring in your card that you've gotten vaccinated, then you can get a free donut. And I heard one of my friends saying it might even be like a free donut a day if you bring in your card for the rest of the year. So because you got the vaccination for this deadly disease, they're going to give you a donut a day so then you get diabetes and then you have to go get treatment for diabetes, but you can't because Joe Biden has raised insulin like 500 times and uh, undid what President Trump put forth that like all those medications and stuff would have been decreased in price. It might have nothing to do with each other at all. Just a coincidence. I don't know, I just kind of saw that and chuckled to myself. We've gotten past technically the one year mark of everything shutting down, at least for myself personally. My place of employment had shut down on March 20th of last year, so we're past it. We can, we can go with that. It's funny, now that everything's opening back up though, that there are limitations to who can participate in what. I know over the past few weeks, I've seen you have to be fully vaccinated to go on certain cruises. You have to be fully vaccinated to attend some concerts. I know there are specific venues that are requiring their patrons to show a vaccination card at entrance for them to even get in. It's so absurd. Like you're gonna lose so much customer service or customer support that way. I can't even begin to explain the stupidity of it all, really. Like you just lost all this money by being closed for all this time and now that everything's opening back up, you're going to limit your customer base? That makes no sense to me at all. This is 99% recovery rate. Sorry, it has a 99% recovery rate. The inflation of numbers for COVID deaths had been proven. There was doctors saying this is what qualifies as a COVID death. Hospitals were being paid off to enter COVID deaths in. We all know about Cuomo up in New York and his dirty dealings with this entire thing, how he kept sticking the elderly and people who are super susceptible to catching this disease or virus all in one spot to drive their numbers up, to bring in more money. It's all written right there. Like it's 
it's written right in front of our faces. It's still dirty, it's still backwards and messed up. And if you ask me, it's honestly still being used as a veil to disguise or and distract us from what's really going on. Did you guys hear about the envelope that was unsealed of all the Democratic government people who have been convicted? A list of pedophiles became unsealed and this has all been happening under our noses while we've been distracted. The reality of what's really been going on. I'm not going to list them all because if you follow my Patriot Strong page or accounts on anything then I've already posted this about a week ago. Um, Democratic Illinois State Representative Keith Farnham has resigned and was charged with possession of child pornography and was accused of bragging on an online site somewhere about sexually molesting a six-year-old girl. Um, Democratic activist and Black Lives Matter organizer Charles Wade was arrested and charged with human trafficking and underage prostitution. Democratic Massachusetts Congressman Gary Studs was censored by the House of Representatives after he admitted an inappropriate relationship with a 17-year-old. A Democratic former mayor of Winston, Oregon, Keith, sorry, Kenneth Barrett, was arrested for setting up a meeting to have sex with a 14-year-old girl who turned out to be an undercover police officer. Um, another one on here. Democratic Party Chairman for the Davidson County, Tennessee, Rodney Mullins, resigned amid child pornography allegations. You guys, the list goes on and on and on. There are probably 35 different references on this one list alone. There's so much of this going on. It's unbelievable. And you never would know it. None of this was on the news. None of this was printed in newspapers. Maybe it was. I'd never seen any of it. It wasn't televised nationally about all this freaking dirty old pedophiles doing this to underage children. It's disgusting how anybody could find any spark of interest in that at all is beyond me. It's absolutely nasty and shameful. Shameful seems to be a common reference point for everything that this current administration is doing. Um, everything that I see from Biden and his little sidekick is, I, I don't even have words for it. They have no idea what they're doing. They have no idea how to run a country. And I'm not saying necessarily that I could do a better job myself at all, but Trump and his administration did a heck of a lot better job than this administration could even dream of doing. It just seems to be one thing after the other with this. Um, something interesting that I came across this week was that a specific three-letter agency who was in possession of Hunter Biden's laptop accidentally destroyed the hard drive or somehow the information from it was lost. Like, really? Do you really expect everybody to believe that? Like, what a coincidence that the person being investigated his dad has one of the most, if not the most, 
important job in the world and the stuff that has been leaked out got destroyed before it could be presented in court. I don't know, it just smells kind of fishy to me. It's like everything that this administration has been doing or is doing gets more crazy by the day. I came across an article this morning that said millions of illegal immigrants are set to get $4.38 billion in Biden COVID relief. How does that make any sense? Those who are here illegally and who've already broken the law in the first place are being able to like bank out and cash out on this. They're getting $1,400 just like some American citizens are. And yes, I did say some because not all American citizens even qualify. I think I covered this over my last episode, but I've yet to receive the third stimulus check and I didn't receive the second one. But illegal aliens, people who have broken the law can and are, that makes zero sense to me at all. This article from the Washington Examiner says, based on income data, likely 2.1 million illegal aliens and their 1.1 million U.S. born children meet the income limits in the package. In total, illegal immigrants could receive an estimated $4.38 billion in stimulus checks from the new COVID relief bill, $2.85 billion directly, and another $1.53 billion on behalf of their children. Yet there are American citizens legally here who have lived here all their life who are hard workers who have made it that aren't even eligible to receive a payment. Not that they necessarily need it because if they're over a $100,000 annual income, then they probably laugh at the idea of a $1,400 check, but they sure deserve it a lot more than any illegal alien does. And you won't change my mind on that. If you break the law, the first thing that you do, like, is breaking our laws, and the laws of the land, then you do not deserve to be a citizen of this country. You don't, and I don't care if I offend you by saying that. The path that this administration has put America on is laughable. Countries around the world are sitting back and laughing at us. It's a joke. It's a sick joke, and it's affecting our future, and it's going to affect the future of your children and your grandchildren. I know that there um, was talk of the White House preparing a massive infrastructure bill with universal pre-K, free community college for anybody who wants to go, uh, climate measures, like stuff that looks good on paper, but it's really not going to work out. It says that this current administration is piecing together the next major leg legislative priority. That no final announcement has been made, but the White House is expected to push a multi-trillion dollar job and infrastructure plan as a centerpiece of the president's build better, sorry, build back better agenda. This is the kind of socialist BS that makes me sick and that I'm sure makes you sick too. That nothing is free, nothing. Nothing in this world is free, and if you think it is, then you're probably milking the system. And trust me, I know many people who have done this and are doing this, and it makes me sick. 
we're kind of working on and going on events that have taken place this past week. And on Monday, so yesterday, Kamala Harris was arriving in Florida and tweeted out a picture of her getting off this plane saying, hey Florida, help is here. There's a very famous quote by the great President Ronald Reagan saying, the nine most dangerous words in the English language are, I am from the government and I am here to help. And I think that speaks loud for what's going on right now because nothing that this administration is doing is for the American people or for the public. It is to cover up or bail out their own hidden agendas. Did you watch the interview that she said that she's not even going to go to the um, borders to see what's going on down there? Maybe that's because you don't want news coverage of it because you are allowing your immigration centers that are holding illegal aliens right now to be at a 729% um, capacity. You don't want anybody to see that. You don't want to see the conditions that you're keeping the children in. I'm absolutely sure you don't because then your agenda would be exposed and the lies that have been going on for the past two months will be recognized. Not that DeSantis wants your help or needs it anyway because they've been like on fire since this entire thing started. They don't need or want your help. Like sorry, not sorry. Again, one thing after the other. If you've watched the news within the past 24 hours and you've heard the horrible tragedy that happened in Boulder yesterday afternoon with the suspect who entered a grocery store and shot 10 people, one of them being a police officer who was one of the first to respond. Biden actually spoke a few hours ago, I guess, on this. He said that we should tighten gun laws and uh, the call for a ban on all assault style weapons in high capacity magazines. He said, I got that done when I was a senator, it passed. It was a law for the longest time and it brought down these mass killings. We should do it again, he said. We can close loopholes in our background check systems, close the Charleston loophole. That's one of the best tools we have right now to prevent gun violence. First of all, the entire ordeal was illegal. This man entered a public space and shot 10 people. He killed them. That is against the law. So by tightening gun laws, what makes you think any criminal would abide by these new laws. They won't because they don't care about the laws. Half of the guns that are out there are probably unregistered. The ones that are used to do all of these killings and shootings are probably not registered. My best guess. They don't care and doing this, that's so stupid. You shouldn't blame the actions of people on the guns. It's like blaming Toyota or Ford for a car accident. Like, that's stupid. 
it's like every day the ideas that this administration comes out with get more ridiculous and absurd each time. There's nothing good that this administration has done. All of my friends and family who voted for him or who supported him, I haven't heard one word from. They're not praising him on his stopping of the Keystone pipeline or fracking after he said that they're completely for fracking. What did that do? That raised our gas prices almost by a dollar in, what, a month? And groceries are higher now because it costs the truck drivers more money to fill up their trucks to deliver the groceries and goods that we need. Is anybody praising that? No? Nobody is saying what a great idea it is that the, I believe it's Ford um, facility right here in Ohio is being moved to Mexico because in Mexico they can, who knows, make cheaper parts or something. Oh my gosh, it's so stupid. I know we've covered a lot in this episode and there's so much more, but I'm running out of time. Thank you for tuning in. If you have any comments on anything that I went over during this episode, please feel free to, like I said earlier, shoot me a message on Anchor. I would love to hear what you have to say. Maybe I could use it in a future episode. If you're not following me on Parlor, Gab, Telegram, MeWe, 107 Daily, did I say Parlor? On all of those, I will link my handles in the description. Make sure that you share this episode on your social media platforms and with your friends and family. Help get the word out there. Let's build a huge community around these ideas on platforms that we won't be discouraged from speaking up, from platforms that we won't be banned for using our First Amendment right. I support freedom of speech, absolutely, and I support our right to bear arms. If you are going to take away either of those, there's going to be issues. People are standing up and fighting against this, and we need to do more now because if we don't, it's going to be so different. This country is going to look completely different from the one that we grew up in. I mean, look at the path that it's been on since Biden was falsely elected. Everything's changing. The America that we knew is not the America that we know. We need to fight. We need to stand up. With your support, we can do it together. Let's support each other. There's so much going on, and now's the time, guys. Now's the time. Again, thank you for your support. Thank you for listening. Share on all your platforms, and make sure that you tune in. There's going to be another episode out this week, hopefully a live stream. I'm so excited to get on that, still getting used to it, still learning the ways of live stream, but I'm excited, big things are coming. There's a conference in a couple weeks that my husband and I are hoping to go to and might have a little thing for you guys to join us that's still in the talks. He literally just announced it or told me about it. today actually so we'll see thank you so much for listening 
God bless you. God bless our country. And together we are patriots strong. Goodbye, everyone. See you soon.